Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of The Infertile Diagnosis. I'm your host, Monica Cox, along with Sarah Clark, and we're here to support, inspire, and educate those who are all consumed with the label of infertility. We totally know how you're feeling. Both Sarah and I were diagnosed with a form of infertility before we hit our 30s. We let the fertility experts dictate our past and ignored what our bodies were trying to tell us for far too long. So here we are, helping you take control of your infertile diagnosis. This episode of the Infertile Diagnosis is brought to you by the Fertility Reconnect course, brought to you by me, Monica Cox from MyMindfulMe.com. Now this course is the course that I would have died for during my infertility years. If you are dealing with unexplained infertility or if you know you have an autoimmune issue, including thyroid issues, this is the course that's going to get really down to what is going on in your body. We're going to discover together what food you cannot eat and what food you can eat. We're going to work on our mental health and we're going to work together to build new, long-lasting, healthy routines and habits. So head over to the website, mymindfulme.com, pre-register and get on the list to be one of the first in line. There's only 25 seats available on this course. We're going to have registration on December 1st for two weeks, and then the course actually starts on January 4th. So head over to the website for more information. And while you're there, you can become a Mindful Me member for free. And you can actually check out the course and have exclusive access before it goes live. So once again, head over to mymindfulme.com and check out the Fertility Reconnect course. Welcome back to another episode of the Infertile Diagnosis. I am flying solo for the first time, which is super nerve-wracking. I am so used to having Sarah by my side. But I had a few things that I wanted to talk about um, that are just really personal um, and I felt like, yeah, I got to do this on my own. I got to fly solo sometimes, right? Um, so today I am talking about what I wish I knew about unexplained infertility. So as you know, this is what I dealt with. This was my um, diagnosis, which is pretty much a shit diagnosis. Um, if you are listening to this and you have the same diagnosis, you know it's hard. It's hard um, not having why? Why is this happening to me? Um, yeah, I think it's like one of the hardest things to deal with. So with all my hindsight that I have now, hindsight, the bitch that it is, um, I wanted to share with you a few tips that maybe will help you deal with your unexplained infertility um, mentally, emotionally, and physically. So like I just said, I think when we deal with unexplained infertility, we feel like there's nothing we can do. We don't have like uh, issues to tack you, tackle. There's nothing wrong with us, right? Except we can't get pregnant. And that as a woman, 
should be one of the biggest symptoms that our body is telling us that we are unhealthy. We are unhealthy to carry a child, um, which is harsh, right? That sucks, like to think that um, that our bodies are this way. Um, but we need to really deep, deep dig, dig deep into our hearts and our souls and know that it's not our fault, right? Like we didn't choose to be this way necessarily. Um, we were either born um, with some dirty genetics um, or we started just um, hammering um, our systems um, unknowingly and then sometimes knowingly um, that disconnected our fertility. And what I wish I would have known during my journey is that you can, you can improve your situation by just focusing on improving your health and all of your symptoms that you're having at the moment. Now, you might be thinking, but I'm healthy. And this is how I felt for a lot of my journey is that I didn't really feel sick. And you don't necessarily have to be dead sick and be going to the doctors or getting surgery to be unhealthy. I think um, by now, if you've listened to most of these podcasts, you know that I, that is not true. Not that I that I just made that up, but that is the case. You can be unhealthy and still have a very function, functioning life. Um, sometimes people are excelling. I know um, for me, I watch people all the time eat a really shitty diet, drink loads more than I ever drank, um, don't sleep, have way more pressure and stress in their lives and still be able to function mentally and physically. And then obviously the big kick in the teeth for a lot of us is get pregnant naturally and quickly. I watched a lot of people do that. Um, and even I had a neighbor during my last frozen embryo transfer and my natural pregnancy um, who was really unhealthy get pregnant with her third like that. So I know how frustrating it is. But we need to start looking at ourselves and what are our symptoms? What unhealthy symptoms are we having? What have we deemed normal um, but are actually not normal in, let's say, our like grandparents or our great-grandparents' generation? You know, can you imagine um, your great-grandma walking around with dry skin and headaches and crazy anxiety <laughs> and having stomach issues, not using the toilet regularly, um, you know, the list just goes on, having thyroid issues, not sleeping well. Um, these are all little symptoms that in reality, if I took a really big step back, which I eventually did, and looked at myself as a whole, I was unhealthy. I was really unhealthy. And my body's way of telling me, other than all my little symptoms, was infertility. So that's something I wish I would have known when I was kind of diagnosed with unexplained infertility, is that there are things you can be doing to increase your overall health, which in turn will help connect your fertility back up. Um, 
The other thing I wish I knew during my unexplained infertility years was that there was an answer out there. Um, for many years, it was just like, just one of those things. I just kept being told sometimes these things happen. And it was really frustrating because it just didn't add up in my brain. And I wish there were a lot more people saying out there that unexplained infertility means we haven't found the answer. There is an answer out there. And for the majority of us, we will find the answer. Um, I think there is not enough, um, you know, technological advances that are readily available for us to like get access easily, cheaply to find some of these um, answers to our unexplained infertility. But I think for a lot of us, there are now in this day and age, this is being recorded in 2019, so many different tests that you can do out there. And now it's our job because here I am screaming from the rooftop saying there is an answer to your unexplained infertility. And yet doctors are still kind of like, nah, well, we don't believe in it. Or, you know, there will just wait until you have three miscarriages or, you know, whatever their beliefs are and they're not willing to do um, basic tests. And so like basic tests and meaning like both sides of the um, the board, right? Like we want to be looking at your diet and what's working and what's not working for you, your adrenals, your gut, gut health, um, all that we can do on a like um, a nutrition side of it. And then your mental health, how we, we can reduce stress. And then on the other side of it, you know, the medical side of it, like what's your blood count doing? What is your hormones doing? Um, you know, do you have immune issues? Do you have these high natural killer cells? Do you have anything going on on a scientific level that we can dive deep into and try at least our hardest to improve the situation with diet and lifestyle and then if necessary use the medical assistant that we are really grateful that is out there for us to use if it's needed um so that would be my second thing about unexplained infertility that explaining it might be hard but for a large majority of us is doable and really being your own advocate in the doctor's office and standing up for the testing that you want and that you deserve. Um, you guys know my story. I got talked out of the immune testing because I wasn't having reoccurring miscarriages. I wasn't a candidate for it. And it's weird. It's one of my really vivid memories of this whole journey. Um, obviously, you're going to forget a lot of things because that's what we are naturally <laughs> designed to do. Because let's face it, if you remember, truly remember what things were like, you probably wouldn't do them again. Um, but yeah, I just remember the doctor's face. I never saw him again. He was just a consulting doctor at this clinic and him just you know being really confident saying like look no you don't need it it's a lot of money It'd be a waste of time you shouldn't do it and 
me just saying, yeah, okay, you know, I've improved my diet and yeah, it should be fine. It will work out. It will work out. IVF is the answer, which is just complete bullshit, um, as I'm sure many of you feel. Um, so the third thing that I would say about my unexplained infertility is um, not to not lose hope, but for me, it took me a really long time to be able to start saying to myself, I can get pregnant. You know, I didn't see a positive pregnancy test for, you know, five plus years. And it's really hard to convince yourself that you are going to get pregnant when you've had no signs, like not even a glimmer of hope that it is possible for you. Um, so I wish I would have known to just start saying to myself and tricking my subconscious and getting myself to believe that I could get pregnant, um, either with the assistance of IVF or naturally, I know naturally sometimes feels like an even bigger stretch, um, which it shouldn't. Like if you have all the working parts and you don't need IVF, you should be able to get pregnant naturally if you put in the hard work. Like IVF should not be your first go-to. Um, I wish I would have just started talking to myself in a different light. I wish I would have just believed in myself a lot more. But as I've talked about this before, you know, the insecurities that I had before infertility really hindered me to be able to believe in myself and believe that I could get pregnant. You know, the not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy. You know, you start saying to yourself, maybe I don't deserve to be a mom you know, all those things easily crept into my head and were in my subconscious because I kind of was already saying that to myself in a different way. So until I started like shifting my mindset and saying, okay, yeah, no, I am worthy enough. Like, what is it? Why do I not believe that I'm not worthy enough? And allowing myself to say out loud when I get pregnant, when I'm a mother, when I have a baby, because it was always if, if I get pregnant, oh, if it works. And this doesn't magically make it work. As you know, I don't believe that it's just like, just do it. It's a long process. It's a long, slowly rebuilding, relinking those links in your brain. And eventually, it leads to you believing in yourself and then therefore allowing yourself to eat right, to not give in, to go to bed early, to not drink, because you want this for yourself. You believe that you can do it now. You believe you're worthy enough of what you want. And so therefore you're able to put into place all the things you have to do. So that's a lot, right? <laughs> it's not easy but um, it's worth it. Um, not only becoming a mom, because obviously that is like our big goal, right? Like this is all about becoming a mom. But for me, as I've said before, the challenge started being, I want to prove everyone else wrong. I want to prove to myself that I can make these changes and that I can get pregnant. 
Um, and I've changed in so many different ways. I would have never, ever been talking here to you, not looking at you, just talking to myself, hoping someone's listening, um, if I didn't do this work. And maybe you feel that way too. Like maybe you're not the one on Instagram completely sharing your story and your face and what you're going through. Or, you know, maybe you haven't even reached out to anyone or you feel, you know, too ashamed or any of those feelings, you know, are so much deeper than just infertility. And until you kind of can work on those deep insecurities then you're going to be able to come out of your shell. And um, not that I think everyone should start a podcast and share their story um, with the whole world. I know that's not for everyone. But um, I know doing that mental work gave me the strength and the confidence to get up here and do this and share my story and share my knowledge and hope to save and to help and support anyone else out there um, to not have to go through a really long journey like I had to. So that is what I have to offer. (laughs) It's going to be a short and sweet episode today. I hope these three top tips will inspire you to, you know, just take control of your unexplained infertility You start putting in a few little different things, either diet, mindset, or, um, you know, environmentally, and just go from there and build and build and build. And I'm positive. I hate saying like, you know, 100% because I'm not 100% about, you know, you can't be, but I feel very positive if you start making the right steps for you in the right direction and be consistent about it give yourself time be patient with yourself because you're gonna stumble and just get back up and keep going that you will see the benefits and the benefits are so much more than just seeing two pink lines on a pregnancy test um so yeah that is me today and i hope you have an amazing weekend and looking forward to seeing you next week on another episode of the infertile diagnosis a few more things before you go If you like what we're doing, please leave a review and or a rating. We would greatly appreciate it and it would totally help us out. Also, if you'd like to connect with either of us, you can find me, Monica, over at mymindfulme.com and you can connect with Sarah over on fabfertile.com. All the links you need to find us on our websites, our social media, any products we talk about, book, special offers, or any guests that we have on, you're going to find all that information in the show notes. So that's it. Thank you once again for being with us here on the Infertile Diagnosis and have a beautiful day.